Anyways, I want to make a pledge before I really kick off the show. Uh, if I if I say therefore, thereafter, or year after while recording this episode of mine, and if if I say these three words, like there therefore, thereafter, year after, and that crap, the shitty words which doesn't belong in any dictionary. If I ever say that. I promise you, okay, I promise you I'm going to walk towards a cliff and just kind of jump off the cliff and then you're all welcome to attend my funeral for sure. Like, you're all invited when you're coming to attend my funeral. Please don't get any flowers because I don't understand botany. So, you know, that's something that I won't really like when you get on my, at my funeral. But what you can do is you can say nice things about me when you come to my funeral yeah, if I say, I'm not just going to kind of give it up like that. You know, if I use those those crappy words, which don't belong in my dictionary, but just comes out of my mouth for no reason at all. But if that happens, yes, okay. So uh, you are uh, welcome to say good things about me at my funeral when I jump off the cliff because I use those words. And uh, say good things like, you know, like uh, she had the best podcast in the world, in the universe. And uh, she was really good and things like that. You know, don't get me flowers. That's something I want to really appreciate. Anyways, let's kick off this uh, episode. This is Merle Colasso. And um, I'm kind of doing okay, you know? You know, I kind of do okay. And I hope you are doing great. Um, And uh, for whoever, uh, wherever you are, uh, thank you so much for really... (laughs) giving my stupidity a chance and you know listening to this crap that i really talk i mean the things that i really say which uh does it really matter ha 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 i don't know anyway yeah so uh i wanted to actually talk about a few things and uh as always uh, i don't i just have a kind of a rough idea what i'm going to speak on and sometimes I go overboard yapping unnecessarily. So I'll try to stay, you know, uh, within those limits. But anyway, um, it's the season of what? Cold? It's the season of parties. Uh, everybody calling you to a party. Everybody's, uh, it's, it's, it's going to be, it's December. And I love December-born babies. I mean, Uh, and December-born people, basically, because I'm a December-born, and I know people, December Sagittarians, basically, I just know them so well that even if I haven't met them, I'm already your friend, you know? So if you are a December-born Sagittarian that is uh, like up to like a 20, 
December until 20 December 1 to 20 December December born Sagittarian I got I love you guys because you know I kind of know you already you know a little bit like you know the 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 kind of the way we roll is pretty much you know uh, the same so I kind of already know you and I love you guys uh, and I wish you a very happy birthday in advance because I really love you guys you know I, I know you so well because we just kind of uh, uh, kind of very similar. Anyways, yeah, so I was talking about, since we're talking about birthdays, uh, uh, there are some people, you know, who kind of uh, know that my birthday is, like recently, I wish someone, uh, her birthday was in the month of November. And she says, hey, your birthday's on, like I wished her. And I was like, she's saying like, your, your birthday's on December. So when is it? Uh, you didn't tell me last time. I said, yeah, you know, I'll tell you like two days later after my birthday. Is that okay? Or maybe a day after my birthday. Is that okay? Because I don't want anyone to wish me except my family. Like except the my really close family. Not even my, not even the, uh, not, not, an, not anyone. Like even if you're living with me, you know, I don't want you to wish me kind of thing, you know, because it's my birthday and, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't make a difference, you know. It's just my family who should maybe know and kind of wish me so i just told her kind of you know okay is it okay if i tell you after two days like after my birthday's over is that fine she's okay well i just don't understand you i don't know what's up to you but whatever i kind of don't tell anyone when's my birthday and i kind of you know when it's the day of my birthday kind of like uh, like go underground literally go underground because I don't want that attention, you know. I just find it just too, too stupid. You know, except, of course, if my family members forget it, then it's a little crappy, you know. It's like, hey, man, that never happens. But I just like uh, uh, kind of, you know, uh, celebrations with my very close-knit family. I don't want to get involved with anyone else, you know, on that day. Uh, yeah, and also since we're talking about birthdays and parties and, you know, Thanksgiving and, uh, New Year's and uh, Christmas, this is the season, right, of celebrations. And uh, so uh, uh, just like a two days back, there was a party and um, I didn't tell anyone I'm not going to go. I was invited. I said, fine, you know, come on, I'll join. But when the day came, I was like, oh, shit, now how am I going to say that I'm not going to join you? So all of them, you know, kind of came to me, hey, come on, let's go, you know. I said, no, man, you know, uh uh, I don't want to go, you know, kind of thing, like last minute. Because, see, the thing is, the thing is if you tell someone you don't, you're not coming to a party in advance when you're kind of, you know, invited and uh, you tell them, then they kind of coax you towards, you know, like, hey, man, what are you doing? Like, you know, come, what's the problem? I don't like that, you know. Just kind of leave me alone. I'll decide whether I want to come or not. So I just kind of... Uh, uh, say that I'm not going to come somewhere just last minute. Like, you know, you have no time to coax me or tell me or tell me, come on, you know, what's the problem? Because I don't want that. I don't want you to kind of, uh, you know, ask me to come. It's my decision. <laughs> so it's like, uh, like last minute, I just told this gang that I'm not coming and they, you know what they call me? <laughs> oh, uh, I love that name. Party Pooper. That's the name that I got, a party pooper. So, and I love that. I love that nickname so much that I kind of, you know, henceforth plan to use that. Uh, like anybody uh, asks me, are you coming from? No, I'm a party pooper, yeah? I can't come. I don't come to, I don't go to parties because I'm a party pooper. I think that's a great reasoning <laughs> to really give. 
so uh, yeah, it's a lot of parties and it's a lot of celebratory kind of season, especially everything happening around. And hey man, don't invite me. I won't really feel bad. I'm not I'm I don't want to come, you know? And unless uh I don't even celebrate my birthdays. So, you know, why would I want to come to you, anybody else's party? Is that is that mean? Does it sound mean? I don't know. Uh right. So, um so that's a little bit about the celebrity thing. Everybody's in that spirit. It's good. It's nice. I love it. I love I love celebrating your birthday or whatever, you know? Uh but hey, not mine. Just, you know, leave me alone. Uh keep stay away from that. Uh right, so I wanted to actually touch upon yeah, the song that I was actually singing is really stuck in my head, Jonas Brothers uh uh which one is it? Uh I think they call it the human or human, I think human song. I don't know what they call it. It's only you. Man, you know it, that it's real. So why would you fight, try to deny the way that you feel? Oh, babe, you can't fool me. Your body's got other plans. So stop, stop pretending you shy. Just come on and dance, 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 dance. I love that song, man. It's really stuck in my head. And I don't know, I'm waiting for the next song to get stuck in my head so that this kind of pushes out from the space in my brain, you know? Uh, right, so I was actually kind of, uh, uh, I watched The Joker today. It's not The Joker, it's just Joker. Yeah, that's a, it's not The Joker, it's Joker. And oh my God, the movie is so dark and uh, it's so deep. Um you know, if someone has to go, and I'm sure, you know, it's, 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 of course, it's a movie. It's a movie. It's not real. But I'm sure, you know, there are many people out there in the world who really have to go to such, uh, go through such horrible past, you know, with so many, with nothing really, nothing's really happening right. And that kind of life, I mean, I love the movie. I really loved the movie. I mean, and the best part about the movie was the actor. Like, I don't know why I never knew who Jokin, uh, if I've said, pronounced it right, Phoenix, who he was and which movie did he act. I kind of had to research it after kind of watching the movie because I never really heard of him. And I loved him so much. The voice, the delivery, the the basic, uh, the character that he played, you know, the emotions, the mental kind of trauma that he kind of dramatized and uh, his body language. He looks good, you know. He is brilliant, that guy. I mean, who is he? I was like, who is this guy, you know? And beautiful movie. Uh, of course, it's a movie. It's all acting. But I'm sure there are many people out there who have had such bad past and they're going through so much of trauma, you know, of getting bullied and beaten up that they're forced to do such a thing. And I'm not kind of uh, sympathizing with the, a murderer. I'm not doing that. It's just that, you know, there's a lot of emotional stress. And I think uh, what I learned from the movie is that you need to put people Put yourself in someone's shoes, you know, because you really do not know what they're undergoing, what they're, what, what they're going through their life mentally, physically, 
spiritually you just don't know what's going on in people's lives and i what i got from this movie is basically you need to really put people put yourself in someone else's shoes before you say something toward them or you kind of blast on them or get angry on them or kind of you know say something bully them or say something that that is hurtful you know that's what i really got from the movie and why i really went to watch it is because i enjoy comedy i watch a lot of late night uh shows etc and this was this was all about it it you know and i kind of it was good to see the you know the story behind it all and uh, oh my what acting i'm in love with uh jokin phoenix if i've said it right his first name jokin right yeah i think it should be pronounced that way but um uh, brilliant i love the movie and uh i would definitely recommend uh that you guys see it uh i've told a few of my friends already who didn't watch it that this is a movie that is so brilliant i mean that character that the guy plays oh my god man brilliance anyway yeah so um talking about movies you know uh this was like pretty much a shocker when i uh, when i kind of when uh when i was reading somewhere the julia roberts the uh, another woman in red who is she pretty woman walking down the street pretty woman na 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 na, na. pretty woman na 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 Okay so Julia Roberts was actually the pretty woman the 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 lady who wore those beautiful outfits in which movie pretty woman was movie was a movie I believe yeah she was going to be casted uh, as uh, she was about to portray uh, the movie uh, Harriet in Harriet Tubman the movie and that was like you know what the fuck you know like come on i know i know see the thing about acting in movies is like you're giving you're giving an actor a challenge like you see mr phoenix joking joking phoenix uh that is brilliant you know he really was given a role that fitted him you know uh, it was really it was a perfect fit for him his height his a uh, body structure you know his hair his face his emotions his his talent his body language you know he was such a perfect person to really fit that role and you know uh, it is like also challenging for him because he's playing something that he's never played before you know so yeah you have to give an actor a challenge because that's what acting is all about and then an actor satisfied because you know you're giving uh, you're giving that actor a challenge but julia roberts playing harriet tubman like how did that even like you know come to someone's mind like why would someone whiter than white play a role of harriet you know there's no resemblance when it comes to color there's uh, are, are people of uh, harriet tubman's color race you know structure body language or uh, height etc have they gone extinct for god's sake you know i know you know the movie was uh, julia roberts was not cast in national not right really uh, you know kind of freak out about it fact i shouldn't be freaking out about it but hey man you know how can that even really go through your mind and then that 
Hollywood executive or whatever he is, he comes, he goes around saying that, uh, you know, uh, the explanation given by him for thinking about, you know, kind of casting Julia Roberts is, hey, man, this happened so long. No one will even know about it. Like, you know, hey, man. Hey, what's up? What's up with you? You know, uh, like, uh, uh, ooh. It's 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 insane. It's insane. Then, uh, you know, imagine casting me as uh, Pamela Anderson, you know. It's weird. Like, she's whiter than white. I'm tan. She's blonde, bleached hair. That is almost bleached hair. I've got dark, really dark hair. Like, I know you can, you know, with acting, you do makeup and stuff like that. But hey, man. Blondes are not uh, not extinct. You don't need to take someone who stands. If that will never happen, like how can you even think that Julia Roberts would play Harriet Tubman? It's like insane, you know. And I was like freaking out. I was like, "Hey, man, what's up? What's what's really up?" But anyway, uh, it didn't happen. So you know, we don't need to really worry about it. But hey, man, if you really want to watch a movie, go and watch Joker. It it was released long back. Yeah, the theaters were still packed. I wonder how even today. Uh, but um, what a movie, man! And that actor, too good. Like I was. Uh, I had my jaws dropped, you know. I mean, each and every scene, he's given his best. And, you know, and with such kind of uh, portrayal, you know, when you when you act with so much of emotions and so much of getting into character, I don't know what must have... I'm sure he must have had some kind of a... Uh, I know you have to keep your acting self away from, you know, your character but at the same time i'm sure the guy must have gone through some mental um uh, you know i'm sure he's gone through some he must have thought about it for a long time to get out of character for even in his normal life because if if he can take you for two hours you know into that character and deep you you really feel sad for someone you know has to go through so much of emotional torture and physical torture um, I'm sure, you know, he must have, even living that life while acting it can be really stressful. Kudos to him, man. I mean, I really love the movie and uh, I would definitely recommend it uh, to anyone. Yeah, actually, uh, I also wanted to uh, talk about this uh, Marie Kondo, Sparking Joy. Sparking joy for everyone because Marie Kondo, she wants to tidy up your house. Take off the junk. Take off. Take away all that uh, all that you're collecting over a period of time. You have two buckets. Throw away that one bucket. You have, you have two deter- laundry detergents. Throw away that one laundry detergent just keep one of it you know you have you have so many pillows you need only one pillow to sleep why do you need two of them throw away the other pillows so that the tidying up woman is now actually having her own store online store wherein where she removed threw away all the pillows extra pillows extra clothes and tidied up people's house now she's asking you to buy stuff from an online store and guess what i visited an online store the website address is 
conmarie.marie.com con that is conning people you call it con marie marie you're a con because she's selling stuff there that she told you to throw and okay let me come out of character <laughs> Okay, so a website, you know, I went to Marie Kondo's uh, website. She calls it conmarie.com and that is like conning people, literally conning. So she kind of named her own store conmarie because now she threw away all your stuff and now she's asking you to buy the same things uh, for the house. So I went to the website and it starts with a kind of a saying that says, the goal of tidying ups is to make room for meaningful objects people and experiences i can think of new greater happiness in life that being surrounded only by the things i love and guess what she's selling on a website there are stuff like um, there's a dustpan and a uh, broom which cost $34 there's a laundry detergent which uh, which is priced at $21 there's a large cheese knife which is worth $180 okay i have i have a knife at home that cuts cheese really well you know i don't eat uh, melted cheese i don't eat molten cheese i don't eat scraped cheese or whatever uh, what is called grated cheese or whatever i eat nice rock solid cheese that's what i really love and my normal knife you know my butter knife actually cuts through that cheese really well believe me you know you don't need a large cheese knife or a small cheese knife priced at $180 and $156 respectively to cut cheese believe me this woman con marie is actually selling uh cheese knives okay on a website then there's something like um, serving tray which is worth 100 uh, $100 and then there's a serving spoon which is 64 worth $64 then there's just one candle on a stand which is about $48 and there's a large table uh, cloth which is worth $88 so that's the price of all the stuff believe me i'm telling you if you want to cut cheese okay no matter if it's a block cheese i cut it with my butter knife you don't need a $180 worth of cheese knife to cut your cheese believe me you know so and then you know when i when i kind of uh when i kind of went to a website and i checked her out on day 1 when marie kondo came up with this idea and it was a netflix i think netflix kind of just uh, ask anyone to do their shows for them you know they don't kind of really check what's up with they don't kind of check people you know as long as they get the money and uh, whatever they kind of just ask any show there are so many shows out there half of them are not worth it you know um so um yeah she's uh, when, the day when she came with the starting up i was like all over twitter and i was all over the place and i told thousands of people hey man marie condos and is uh is like hey like you know i don't kind of i don't like what she does i was like she's fake you know from day one all of them saying hey she's not fake you know you are just untidy yes i am untidy i'm messy i'm pretty messy you know but hey who was right you know did you, did you see this this what what is she up to and then i kind of realized that you know we've been after social media platforms like facebook twitter etc and asking them asking these social media platforms to kind of 
check for fake news because uh, you know uh, there's a lot of advertisements etc with a lot of fake stuff and now given that people all over the united states and all of the world perhaps i don't know or maybe asia or whatever they kind of bought Marie, Marie Kondo's idea makes me really wonder that yes man i think there are folks out there who really are not adults they are adults but they they don't really use their own logical brain or you know logical understanding or analytical brain to really analyze something that is out there in the market you know when something's out there you need to you need to kind of make a decision of whether you know kind of understand whether it's fake whether it's or it's real sometimes even i get bullied of course but you know things like this you know then it makes me believe yeah man i think uh, you know not everyone can see through or maybe understand and they need uh, maybe for that reason social media sites need to be uh, kind of monitored maybe for that reason i have no idea but uh, yeah i i knew from day one that this was fake and now she's selling cheese knives you know cutting cheese knives large cheese knives for $180 she came to your house and kind of threw away all your cheese knives and now she's selling them and she's selling serving spoons worth $64 i i don't know why i don't know why you need a spoon worth $64 like why would why would you need why did you need a dinner plate worth $68 why would you need a serving tray of $100 $100 like why i can cut cut my cheese with some butter knife i can cut cut my cheese with my hand actually i don't need any knife i don't need any metal to get involved you know to go inside my cheese i can use my hand to break it off believe me you know we just kind of complicate things make it too fancy you know everything is so simple but we just want to kind of fancify things if that's a word and uh, complicate things make you know we we just kind of pleasing it's all about pleasing others you know so we have those fancy knives fancy cutleries fancy tables i can just fucking eat with my hands you know i don't need to put my food on a plate for god's sake whatever anyways i hope kids are not watching this uh, i have not said therefore thereafter or year after till now so i'm not dying very soon thank god i hope i don't say it because things just flip off my mouth and you know when you're in the digital space or when when you're doing audio when you're doing video you're not supposed to use these words you can write down if you're someone who's writing for a printed stuff you know use those words but if you're speaking to some you know which which has to be very conversational you don't use such words you know it's crappy uh uh it's something that uh, you know is not worthwhile anyways yes yeah, so i wanted to also uh you know since we are talking about uh, i was actually uh, uh you know it was it was a national hugger runners day and uh, the other day i think it was two days back or whatever so uh, i was excited i'm not a runner i'm basically a jogger i can't run uh, i don't really run when i'm outside you know on the streets on the roads or whatever i kind of jog because you know i have to, i have to complete that i have i have a i have a path that i have to complete and if i kind of run too fast at the beginning you know i'll go out of breath so i kind of jog and then towards the end of it you know i had jogging partners in the past now these days i just kind of run alone uh, my jogging partners have been uh, you know varied like you know there was one guy who was a bodybuilder i had my girl my uh, there was one girl who uh was once my jogging partner there was a bodybuilder a guy and then there was one guy who was really thin you know so i had various people who have uh, who've kind of jogged with me 
and um, what I've noticed is basically, you know, why why I say that uh, I can really kind of uh, beat uh, Tom Cruise in a race because the guy is running for ages now. And believe me, you know, uh, looking at the pace and I'm not kidding. People say, hey, stop kidding, man. I'm not really kidding. I can take Tom Cruise. I can beat Tom Cruise without obstacles. Of course, in the movies, he's really fast. He's really fast. But at the same time, you know, he's running with many obstacles, like he's on the roof or, you know, there's water on his face or whatever, or uh, he kind of has to do some steps before while he's sprinting. Those obstacles I can't really do. But if I have to beat him, I'll beat him on a race of a straight track. You know, that's what I can do. And I'm, I'm serious about it. I can really beat Tom Cruise to a race. Um I'll tell you why. Now, uh, you know, uh, since I ran, I know, you know, people with these uh, bodybuilder kind of uh, physique, they're too heavy, you know. See, they're very, they have got a lot of strength. Like, they're very strong. They can kind of, uh, you know, uh, put you on the floor, like, in on the ground in just like a minute because they're really strong. They've got good muscle strength and, you know, whatever. But they don't have that stamina, you know, if there's a thin guy, like I've ran, I've run with a thin guy and, you know, we used to have this, uh, we used to have this after jogging, like the last, uh, when we have the last leg of our jogging on our jogging path, we used to do a sprint, you know, it was a sprint of like maybe 30 seconds or something. Yeah, I think 30 seconds. And we kind of raced, you know, with each other. So I've ran with a bodybuilder and I've, I've run with a, with a thin guy and I've noticed that bodybuilders they have good strength they're strong you know they can kind of uh they can kind of uh put you on the ground and kind of take you and you know like wrestling basically but they don't have the stamina as compared to a thin human being you know uh where they have a lot of stamina but they won't be able to fight you uh at the same time so that's why I say that I can beat Tom Cruise because the guy, I think he's he's building a lot of muscles and uh, the stamina goes a little down, you know, when, uh, uh, and thin, thin people basically have a lot of stamina and uh, I don't have, I don't do bodybuilding or whatever. And that's why I feel that I can beat Tom Cruise. I hope I get an opportunity. So if you know Tom Cruise, please just go and tell him I need to, I need to race him and I need to see that, you know, I can beat him because I can, I really feel that I can beat Tom Cruise in a race. And talking about, you know, running and things like that, I have to get my pair of shoes. And I was just wondering, you know, uh, like people literally have uh, a collection of shoes, you know, they have running shoes, um, uh, like um, like so many running shoes or so many outgoing shoes or maybe so many just uh, casual shoes or whatever. And I was wondering, like, you know, is it, Am I am I cheap or is it guilt that really runs through my uh, runs through my uh, you know is the feeling that I get is that I never really buy something like you know I could have two running shoes and I could be ready now my running shoe is almost going to be tearing off you know but I don't have another shoes I have to go and buy another pair to get ready before this really goes out so I never really buy something until I really need it you know it's like. My running shoes existed and I, I wear it every day, every time that I run. You know, I don't need another pair. Like, why would I need another pair for doing the same job? You know, so I really do not know whether I'm cheap. Is it because I'm cheap that I'm doing it? Or is it that, you know, it's guilty. It's like a guilty feeling. Why do I need 10 pairs of shoes to do the same work when I can just have one? You know, kind of thing. 
I was just thinking, and it's not only it's not only shoes. Now I need to be run, I, I need to get myself a run, pair of running shoes. Um, that's why I'm talking. But that made me think really uh, that uh, because this is tearing off, and I need to go for another one. And I've, I've used it for like a long time. It's almost like two years now since I've been using the shoes, and I need a new pair now because it's almost like you know, kind of um, uh, giving up kind of thing. Um, so, and it's not only shoes, you know, I do it with clothing. I do it with, uh, everything like, um, what, whatever, whatever I need, you know, I'll never buy something that is extra. It's always when I'm done, like, you know, if something is over, like it's already used and I need something, I'll buy it. And I'm really trying to figure out whether, whether it's because I'm cheap or whether it just makes me guilty for owning too many things for doing the same job, you know, and I always, it always makes me think. So I need to figure that out maybe someday. Uh, right. So, uh, and talking about, you know, um, uh, talking about, uh, you know, running or whatever and, um, uh, all this, I was just wondering about, uh, and I have no answer to this. Okay. And I'm really thinking hard, really trying to figure out things, and maybe I will figure out things because I need to talk to people, at least know some people from both sides of the perspective. Uh, yeah, so what I'm trying to understand is trans transgender athletes in sports because what's happening is I'm basically trying to understand. I don't really know, especially, um, you know, transgender women who participate in women's sports. Now, there are a number of cases wherein, uh, whether it's boxing or whether it's, um, I think uh, running was another uh, sport wherein many transgender women, they beat, uh, they they kind of beat, uh, they won a number of women's uh, tournaments or sports events. So I'm kind of trying to figure out, you know, uh, Yes, we are talking about LGBT rights on one side, and I believe in it. I believe that there should be no discrimination, whether you're a lesbian, whether you're gay, whether you're bisexual or transgender. But at the same time, uh, transgender women are basically biologically born as males, right? So uh, they are physically, uh, they're physically bigger, they're stronger, they're heavier, they have more lung capacity, and they're stronger. They're definitely stronger. So what I'm trying to understand is if you are uh, biologically like that, you know, and you take up, uh, you take up, you go into sports like running, swimming, wrestling, uh, boxing, or um Swimming, you know, these sports that lead and need a lot of physical strength, you know, and you and transgender women are kind of competing in women's sports. Is it really right? Is it is it uh, isn't it uh, going to kind of uh, never have, you know, others get a chance to really win, like cis women to really get a chance to win. And that's what, you know, I, I don't know what's the right answer. I'm really trying to figure this out because uh, I just don't know because I believe in LGBT rights, but at the same time, uh, you know, it is like, 
if I was in a race, if I was in a women's race and then I had transgender women uh, really competing with me, you know, on one side, I'm like really happy that, you know, it's equal, like we're giving them a chance to kind of uh, be in a sport where they belong, where they believe that they belong. But at the same time, they're heavier, they're stronger, they have more strength, they they have more lung capacity, they're heavier, they're definitely going to come, they're going to beat me, you know, in that sporting event. So is it right? I just don't know. I'm just trying to figure it out. And then there's an explanation that comes that, you know, many of these transgender women who really participate in women's sports, they undergo a lot of physiological changes with hormonal treatments such that their hormones come to the level with like other women, like, you know, like other cis women. And so if that's the case, is that enough, you know? So I'm really trying to figure this out and I kind of have to see both all the sides, like all the perspectives. I'm trying to understand. I'm kind of, I'm trying to read. I'm trying to get into the depth of it because I don't know the answer, you know, really. And um, I hope I get an answer to this because I really do not know whether it's right or wrong. I'm putting myself in uh, both the transgender women's uh, shoes and the other women, you know, like if I participated with uh, against trans, I mean, not against, in the same, and transgender women participated in the same sports, like what would I really feel, you know? So I'm trying to figure this out. If you have an answer, definitely, please be free to kind of, you know, uh, let me know maybe uh, and give me a better understanding. Uh, but um, yeah, that's something I want to figure out. Maybe I'll cover it in my one of my podcasts when I get a clearer picture. Right now, I'm kind of... Um, totally you know it's it's totally mind-boggling basically it's totally uh it's totally mind-boggling to me right now and maybe uh i'll get an idea anyways guys uh don't forget hey hey don't forget okay i haven't forgotten i haven't forgotten that you are going to uh you're gonna help me with uh uh, introduction song. I haven't forgotten yet. Okay. I'm still looking for someone who can do an introductory song for my podcast. It can be a minute long. It can be, it must be in English because English is a very universal language. People from all over the world and the universe basically understand it. And I don't want anyone to feel out of place. So it must be in English, not country, not country song. It can be any other genre. And, um, like I'm really looking for someone. So please DM me. Uh, and you can also, of course, email me at just a nobody podcast at gmail.com. That's where you can reach out to me. And thank you so much, guys, because I've seen uh, I- I'm seeing a lot of people kind of really tuning and I'm really happy about it. You know, that's something that I always uh, wanted. And um and that's happening. Uh, so um, uh, thank you so much for listening. I love you guys for that. Um, and uh, I think I've gone uh, beyond uh, beyond my time schedule. Uh, and what's the time? It's about 6.37 p.m. And uh, I've covered about 38 minutes, like almost eight minutes beyond the time that I really speak. And I don't like that happening. But anyways, uh, thank you guys for listening. I love you so much. And uh, take very good care of yourself. And 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 bye. Take care. Let me let me let me sing this this verse again. You know, I love the song so much. It's kind of really stuck in my head. Okay. I hope they don't catch me. I hope they don't catch me. I don't want to catch me. I'm playing someone else's song. Okay. Living room.
drunk. It's only you, man. You know that it's real. So why would you fight or try to deny the way that you feel? Oh, babe, you can fool me. Your body's got all uh, the plan. So stop pretending you're shy. Just come on and dance, 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 dance. Oh. Okay, then bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Bye, 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 bye.